Hey, hey, today we are going to be talking about how to declutter stuff, even though it is a great value. I had a question come in and it really got me thinking that a lot of you may be still wondering this question. And we are also going to be talking about how many clothes our kids need. I have that workshop coming up tomorrow morning at 10. So if any of you is 10 Eastern Standard Time. If you wanted to participate in that, you'll need to sign in on the Facebook group at the SOSmom.com and participate uh, so you can participate and be a part of that webinar. It is going to be um, talking about how many clothes we need, how to create a capsule wardrobe, um, and we will also be doing a lot of question and answer during that webinar. So if you have any questions about how to create capsule wardrobes or how to make a cohesive wardrobe, then that is the place to be. So if you can't be there, just go ahead and send in your questions at hello at the SOSmom.com. Or if you're already a part of the Facebook group, you can answer any, ask any of your questions in the Facebook group. And the Facebook group is the SOS Mom Show in Facebook groups. And it's linked in the bottom of the show notes here on the podcast. So you can just scroll down and click on it and it should take you right there. Um, if you do not answer the questions, it won't let you in the group. So you do have to answer the group questions uh, in order to join in. All right. Um, we're going to be talking about what to do when you have a lot of stuff that's in great condition, larger items you need to declutter, and stuff that you can be really sentimental about. So um, the thing that you have to talk to yourself about is what is more valuable? Having that space emptied for the other things that you're doing with your life um, or keeping the sentimental stuff and the stuff that's in the way that you're not using. Um, and I say in the way because truly that's what it is. If you're not using it, it's in the way of something else you could be doing with that space. And it does feel like it's in the way. It's, it feels like a burden a lot of times. It feels like, um, I hear from my clients all the time when I go in, it's embarrassing. It's, um, overwhelming. Like these are things that you guys are saying to me all the time that that's how you're feeling about your space, your home, your belongings. And to me, that's, that's sad. That's heavy. You should not be walking around living a life that makes you feel disappointed, embarrassed. You, you should be happy. Your home should be the place that brings you peace, that the place you can take off the weight of the world that's been on your shoulders. And it should not be the place that makes you feel embarrassed and negative thoughts about yourself and you know, just overwhelmed. Those are not feelings of our, the way our home should feel for us. Oh, excuse me. Had a little yawn there. So um, the thing that I want you to think about if you're there making those decisions is what are your plans for that space once you remove those items? What are you going to do? How important is that to you? Is it important that you can 
finally invite people over or feel like your work has been done so you can have fun now because you did your chores. Um, because if that's how you're feeling about your home and you feel like you're never done, then that's something that you're going to have to understand why maybe you were raised that way that you can't play until your chores are done until your room is cleaned up, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) But if that's how you're feeling every day as an adult and you feel like you're never done, so you turn down your friends more times than you don't just because you feel like you need to finish your room first or like you need to finish that project first. I want you to assess the values that you have going on in your head, right? The, the values that you've placed on keeping your room neat or, you know, keeping your house neat or are those feelings that you've brought upon yourself or are those feelings that other people have put on you? How important is it to you to get the job done? And is your satisfactory done already there and you're just seeing someone else's perfectionist opinion about how your home should look or how your space should look, but to you it's fine. You just have heard so many years of negative thoughts that you should do this, you should do that. You didn't do this, so you're not done. It Your house always looks dusty. It's always dirty. Like, what are the thoughts going through your head? Is it someone else's voice that's been playing in your ear for so many years that you feel like it's never good enough when really it's fine and you should just be okay with it? Or is there stuff in the way that you really need to make a decision about? And if so, what is stopping you from making the decision? Is it that, oh, we might need this Sunday. Oh, so-and-so might like this and I haven't gotten around to calling them and asking them. Oh, so-and-so's coming in three months and I wanted to ask if they wanted this before I got rid of it. Um, (laughs) Honey, you can do that from your phone right now today. Take a picture of it, send them a text message, answer that question. If they don't answer that question, then it's not going to them. They've made the decision by not answering the question because clearly it's not important to them. Um, The other thing is you know, how far away are they? Are they logistically going to be able to return it to their home? Are they flying in and you want to send a piece of furniture with them? That's not happening. How expensive is it going to be to ship that piece of furniture to their house or to drive it there? What is the cost going to be? And if we're talking about lots of money here, because shipping furniture is not cheap, driving a U-Haul truck or (laughs) Uh, you know, a piece of furniture in your own vehicle rather than flying. Like, what's the cost going into it? If you have to rent a vehicle to take it, like, that's a huge expense. So, logistically, are they going to be able to get this piece of furniture or this piece of whatever or these multiple packages of things? Because it's not cheap to ship a box of stuff across the country. It's not cheap. Um, and it it just keeps going up too. So you've got to think about how realistic is it that this person's going to be able to come and get this item? Are you trying to give a mom with lots of young children, 
cherished china dishes and heirloom quality items that she's never going to be able to use at least for the next five to ten years because she's not going to put it as a high priority to put it at her house right now. I, I just, if we're trying to get rid of things and we're waiting on someone else and so it continues to stay in our home without us making decisions, you've already decided if you're trying to give it to someone else, you've already decided you do not need it for yourself. So create a family group text or send it out individually to everyone. Email them a picture of it, whatever you have to do. Uh, send out a, a mail <laughs> if they don't receive email or phone calls with um, picture messages. <laughs> so they can get an opportunity to decide if they want it. And every family member is aware you're not storing it anymore. Your deadline is whatever you say it is. Hey, I'm getting rid of this stuff. It will be gone next Tuesday. If you want it, you need to speak up now. And you will have so-and-so days to collect it or find a way to get it to your home. Um, I will need a date for pickup. And it must be within this time frame. You know, maybe by Christmas or whatever. Thanksgiving. Whatever the plan is, whatever the expectation is for yourself and your family and how much room you have to store it. That is what you need to talk about to yourself, to your family. You've already decided you don't need it. So it's going. Stop burdening yourself because of other people's maybes and other people's expectations. Let that go. It is not your weight to carry. Throw it in the trash. You just go right over there, grab that weight off your shoulders, and you go flush it down the toilet because it does not belong on your shoulders and in your home and in your life. Let it go. And then decide if you wanted to post it as a sell item if they, don't, if they choose not to get it. Do you want to sell it? Do you want to find um, someone who specializes in antiques to get it appraised and then sell it? Or do you want to use that appraisal as a tax write-off and donate it? Either way, it can be going to someone else who would enjoy it. And there, your, your work is done. You got it to someone who would enjoy it. Great for you. <laughs> um, so that's, those are the things that I see slowing people down on making decisions all the time. The what if, well, I might use it one day. Well, once I change jobs, um, which I'm planning on doing sometime in the next three to five years, right? Then um, maybe I'll get around to doing that hobby that I used to do when I was a kid that I liked. So I still have all the stuff for it, um, but I haven't done it in probably five to 10 years. <laughs> but I still like it. I still want to do it. Well, are you going to want to do it with all of the same stuff or have your taste preferences changed in the last five to 10 years? Do you maybe want to sell those and upgrade your setup? And that's maybe going to be inspiring for you to pick up that hobby again? Or do you maybe just have a lot of mess in your life and... So sitting down to do a hobby feels overwhelming or you just don't, you just 
need to zone out. Maybe your life is in a stressful situation. And so you just need to zone out when you get home and not have to think about anything. And when you sit down to think about the hobby, you're looking for stuff and you're getting things together and it just ends up taking too much time and thought and you don't have that much energy to think about it. So you sit down and watch TV or scroll on your phone instead. Well, if that's how you're living your life, you need to reassess things because that's not a happy life to be stressed out to the point where you just have to zone out and watch TV or scroll your phone all the time. What can you do today to make it a little bit better tomorrow so that that's not what you're doing tomorrow? You've got to break the habit and change that bad pattern of screens, right? Electronics, the, you know, the phone, the TV, whatever it is that you play and sit in front of and do nothing. Or maybe you are a person who just likes to relax a lot and you just like to sit down and relax. And that is very refreshing to you to have nothing that you have to do. And so you can sit there and watching TV is relaxing to you and it makes you feel happy. Fine. That's fine for you. But if you're doing it to completely zone out and separate yourself from your life and your home and the things that you need to be doing in your home or the things that are so negative in your life that you've spent every bit of your energy, maybe your job is super stressful, maybe your family is super stressful, maybe you've been, you know, doing something for others and you've just given everything you've got, okay, sometimes that's the season we have. But if that's what you're doing all the time, you need to reassess. Maybe you need a vacation, maybe you need a little break, maybe you need to ask for help. Maybe you need some counseling to figure out how you can make it different. If you can't see a way out because of what situation you're in, maybe you just need to go talk to somebody and get some of that weight off your shoulders so that you can breathe easier and feel comfortable with the decisions that you've made throughout the day so that you're not carrying the weight of all that you do every day on your shoulders. Because that's a heavy burden. That's a heavy weight to carry around. And I would guess that it doesn't make you feel fulfilled. It just makes you feel exhausted. So there's a lot of options for, I see so many people in the medical field and teachers and caregivers and jobs where you just give it your all the entire time you're there and then you come home and you're still giving it for your family when they're there because you love them so much and you want the best for them so you're still giving and your cup's just empty I I want you to think about what you can do what would make you feel better what would make you feel refreshed like your cup has a little bit in it left to give or to save for you, (laughs) you know, what do we need to do? Is it because your stuff is in the way and now it's, it's just overwhelming you. And so you just really need that space. Well, then if that's how you're feeling and you're feeling overwhelmed and stuck in your home, 
then getting the stuff out of your home is far more valuable to you than selling it or waiting for someday. Get it out of the house. Clear that space. Throw it all in the garbage bin. It doesn't really matter as long as you have that space because that is where it's valuable to you to get that responsibility and those decisions off your plate and out of your head where you're feeling negative about it. Get it out of here. It's not worth it. It's not worth your mental and emotional health to hold on to that stuff for the maybe someday or what if. Those are not, those are not reasons to hold on to a bunch of stuff. If your kids have outgrown all those clothes that are in that closet and you're not planning on having any more kids, then those need to be blessing someone else right now. And they should have been blessing someone else as soon as they outgrew them. You don't need to hold on to them for five, 10 years. You need to let them go now. I just had someone last night saying that they had an entire closet that was full and it was like stuff was just thrown in there and then the entire hanging section, both top and bottom, completely full. The shelves completely full. Storage totes in there, full of clothes that their children had outgrown. And they didn't know what to do with it. Well, I'll tell you right now. You can either consign that and give it to someone else. like Consign it or give it away. So donating is a quick one and done. If you're consigning it... Make an appointment, load it up in your vehicle, go drop off the allotted amount that you can at that consignment store. Maybe find multiple consignment stores and go consign it. And whatever they don't take, donate and be done. You can do that in one day and be done. It may not be today, but get it on the calendar, schedule your appointment with the, with the consignment shop and go donate it. Um, I see on Facebook Marketplace and other places next door, different places, you can sell an entire garbage bag of kids' clothes in one size for 40 bucks. That happens all the time. So maybe that's what you need to do. Just sell it as a bulk lot. Take a picture of the closet. These are girls' stuff, age, you know, whatever to whatever. Um, lots of great stuff in there. List a couple of name brands, and there you go. You got your money. Yeah, it's not what you paid for it, but that money's already spent. You're never getting it back. It's gone. You're not going to get the same amount you paid for that for your kids five or 10 years ago, even two months ago. If you're past your return window, they've lost their value as soon as they were worn. Okay. As soon as you used it, it lost its value a lot of times. Like a new car. As soon as you leave the lot, boop, down in value. (laughs) so think about what is the most important for you if the space is the most important and getting those things out of your space so you can have some breathing room in your home load them all up donate them call a charity that picks up and schedule that day so that you can plan to make sure that there's nothing super important in there donate all the rest okay There's options. You don't even have to take it anywhere. You can just schedule Salvation Army. There's probably some sort of charity location near you that will come and pick it up. If not, 
you probably have a husband or a neighbor that passes the thrift store on a regular basis and you can ask them if you can load up their vehicle for them to drop it off at some point um, this week while they're going to and from work. Or maybe every Tuesday you want them to take it for you. You know, schedule something. That's why I have those days of the week that I schedule. Make it better Monday. Um, uh, take it Tuesday throw it out Thursday, you know, we've got all these things scheduled that we just need to put it on our calendar that that's the day. If it's not done by then, it's, it's gone. So, you know, make a plan. You've got two weeks to sell it if you're planning on selling it. If you haven't sold it in the last two weeks and you already knew you needed to sell it, you're not likely going to sell it. So go ahead and donate it and get that tax write off. You're fine. You'll be fine. You clearly don't need it if it's been sitting there for a good while. You need the space and you need the mental clarity from getting the stuff out of your home and making that decision. It feels so refreshing to get the stuff out of the way. And it doesn't matter how valuable it is. It is taking value from you if you're letting it pile up and make you feel guilty and negative about your home or your space. It is a negative value to you at this point, and you would be better to just throw it all away than to burden yourself and continue feeling negative about it. Okay, so how many kids' clothes do they need? How many clothes do kids need? You got all the ages and stages, and my answer is the same because need is very clear. How many do they need? Need, you need enough for a week. That'll cover pretty much anything you've got going on. You might need to buy something extra or have something extra for more formal events um, if you're going to a wedding, but don't stress yourself about it. Check out the consignment shops and the thrift shops first because everybody knows that we overbuy for kids all the time. And so there's plenty of brand new stuff with tags on it, donated and there's plenty of stuff at the consignment shop that's in great condition <laughs> because they're pretty picky about what they take. So, um, how many clothes do your kids need? It's enough for one week. Now, every stage and every child is different. Does your child change after every activity that they do? Well, that child is going to need a little bit more clothing than another child that doesn't really get dirty and is fine with just whatever, top and bottom, that's all they need. And they don't really get too messy. Potty training, you're gonna need a lot more pants and underwear, a lot more. How many are you going through in a day? Okay, well, times by seven. Are you having five accidents a day? Two accidents a day? Three accidents a day? You know, maybe you do need a whole bunch of pants and underwear at that stage. But do you need an entire dresser full of clothes for your kids? No, they're not going to use them all. Do you, do you need uh, 400 baby items, baby clothes? No, not even close. <laughs> How many clothes are your kids going through? And you get to make that decision because you know your kid. What are they going through? Your baby that's crawling is going to probably go through a lot more clothing than they did two months ago. 
because they're going to get their knees all dirty. They're going to probably spill stuff on themselves. They're going to um, you know, get into the dog water and have to have a full bath in the middle of the day from <laughs> playing in the dog food. They are, when they're first eating, they're going to, you know, be messy and you might change them after every meal. So that's a minimum of three outfits a day, a minimum, if not six for snacks, you know? What are they going to use every day on a messy day, right? Make sure you have enough for that so you can get through a week. Now, I know that you can do it even more simply than that because if your kid is making that much of a mess, those clothes cannot wait an entire week to get washed. They need to be washed um, a minimum of two days away. Like, go wash it. If you don't have a washing machine at your house, don't make going to the laundromat the excuse to ruin your kids' clothes. Wash those in the sink. <laughs> you can do it. Wash them in the bathtub while your kid's in the bathtub. Throw the clothes in there with them. Scrub them down. It's easy. Hang it to dry. You're good. You don't need to throw away your kids' clothes because they got moldy because you couldn't get to the laundromat in time. There are plenty of people around the world who do not have washer and dryer in their home and who have never used a washer and dryer plenty of people around the world and they still take care of their things. So you can do it without the washer and dryer. I've had to do it many times myself using the bathtub um, or whatever else. You can make it work. So those are, you know, you know what your kid needs, but uh, if you want more specific information, you need to be part of this workshop. It's coming up 10 a.m. Thursday. Um, that's Eastern Standard Time. That will be 10 o'clock in the morning on Thursday tomorrow. So come join us for that and send in any questions. You can join the Facebook group, the SOS Mom Show, and the website to find out any other details if you wanted to work with me personally, if you want me to just go through with you and do a virtual um, answer, you know, one-on-one. -on -one to work through and answer all of your questions and create those capsule wardrobes with you, fill in the gaps with what you need. If you're not able to create a cohesive wardrobe, um, if you know, whatever, all of those questions, send it in an email or book a styling session, book a decluttering session. We can do this. It's so fun to work together. It is not that expensive to do it virtually and it's so much fun and it takes such a weight off your shoulders because you're going to leave full of information that's helpful. And anyways, all right. I hope you guys have a great week. If you um, have not yet left a review for this podcast, please do so. It just takes a minute. It's on. If you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, it really does help the algorithms to rank the, high, the show higher so more people can find it. Another way you can really, really benefit the show is to share it with a friend. Share it with your friends, please. Let other people know about it. And I'm seeing that you guys are sharing the show. We've gotten a lot more traction in certain countries that were a little bit slower before, and now they have sped up. So obviously someone told a friend and it's going. Like Saudi Arabia, that has shot up. Um, uh, Canada, that's gone up a lot. Thank you, Canada. Thank you, Saudi Arabia. Thank you to Italy again. Love you guys. I hope that you all are having a great week. And thank you so much for sharing the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for leaving your reviews to support me and encourage me to keep going. 
Uh, they really do brighten my day and I read every single one and I'm so grateful for each and every one of you listening. You make my day better. All right. I love you so much. Have a great day. I will see you tomorrow in the workshop. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.